Hello, this is Pretty Guardian from Nerd Cage Live, and we just wanted to thank you for listening to this audio-only version of the show. And be sure to subscribe here and over on our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash nerdcagelive. You are now about to witness the strength of geek knowledge. That's right, once again, you are trapped in Nerd Cage Live. I'm Joe from Follow On Gaming, and today, I will be giving you my top 10 video games of all time. So without further ado, let's get right into it. Cracking the list at number 10, I had to give Nintendo some love and give it to Super Mario World. Released on Super NES on November 21st, 1990, Super Mario World was arguably one of the greatest Mario games of all time and one of the best 2D side-scrollers of the early 90s. This moved the franchise forward by including a more immersive world design, as well as including Mario's fire powers and a new power-up, adding a capability that could be used to glide across the stage. Yoshi was now able to be ridden, and that adds even more abilities for Mario to utilize. You could also visit the Star World and play secret stages. This was a huge step up for the franchise and still remains one of my favorites to this day. At number 9, I have Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Released for Sega Genesis on November 24, 1992, this game introduced us to Sonic's best friend, Tails. The game had one of the most fun and memorable soundtracks for a Sonic game, and also added the first available multiplayer modes. Many elements from this game have been remastered and entered into later entries in the Sonic franchise, proving that the formula the game introduced still works and is enjoyed to this day. At number 8, I put Street Fighter 2 Turbo. Released by Capcom for arcade cabinets in 1992, this game has went on to create numerous different ports to platforms across the board to be enjoyed by all gamers, regardless of platform loyalty. This is arguably where the competitive fighting game community first gained its footing and started its path towards growth to become the super community that it is today. Everyone has favorite characters from this game, such as Ryu, Guile, M. Bison, Blanca, and Vega, just to name a few, that are still celebrated to this day. This game was a lot of fun back in the day, and the game that first introduced me to the world of fighting games. At number 7, I have Silent Hill 2. Capitalizing on the success of the original Silent Hill, Silent Hill 2 was released by Konami on September 24, 2001 for PC, PS2, and Xbox. This game was a pivotal entry in the survival horror genre and delivered a great story following James Sunderland as he finds a letter from his wife Mary who died from an illness three years before. He explores the town of Silent Hill, encountering people in the town who he helps along the way all while defending himself from the evil monsters of the town when it changes from the foggy, ash-filled streets of the normal version to the dark, evil, menacing atmosphere of the world behind the world in Silent Hill. Trying to uncover the mysteries within while fighting to survive makes this game a monumental experience. Moving on to number six, I have Splinter Cell Blacklist, released by Ubisoft on August 20th, 2013 for PS3, Xbox 360, PC, and Wii U, this specific entry of the Splinter Cell franchise is special to me because not only does it have a great single player campaign, but the multiplayer was executed so much better in this game. 
Not only can you play the Spies versus Mercs mode for 2v2 or 4v4, but you can now play co-op missions together as well as certain game modes such as Uplink Control, Team Deathmatch, and Extraction, which are loads of fun. The only drawback to this game that lands it lower on my list is that Michael Ironside did not return in this game to voice Sam Fisher and was replaced by Eric Johnson. Nothing against Eric Johnson, but Michael Ironside will always be the true Sam Fisher, in my opinion. At number 5, I have Halo 2, released by Bungie for Xbox on November 9th, 2004, and later ported to PC. This is arguably the best Halo game ever made. This is where Xbox Live really took off, and Team Deathmatch made its debut. The story was very enjoyable, although a little bit on the short side. It still delivered what fans of the franchise wanted. The multiplayer is, however, where the game shined and created its own rabid fanbase, and where the FPS community grew the most up to this point. Halo tournaments were even created to capitalize on the phenomenon. Plus, Master Chief is an epic character, and even made it into my Mount Rushmore video game characters if you haven't checked that video out yet. At number 4, I have Metal Gear Solid 2 Sons of Liberty, released on PS2, Xbox, and PC by Konami on November 13, 2001. Solid Snake is now tasked with infiltrating a tanker carrying a new type of Metal Gear, and finds that it has been taken over by a Russian Merc army. This segment of the game, however, is short-lived as Snake is not the main protagonist in this game. We are soon introduced to a young rookie soldier codenamed Raiden that steals the show in this game and is recruited by Colonel Roy Campbell of Foxhound to investigate a facility called the Big Shell out in the ocean. This facility has also been taken over by a group called Dead Cell. This game gives us everything you would expect from the Metal Gear games and more and the lore is very intense and eerily kind of describes the type of world we live in today. It's almost foreshadowing in some ways. Also, the action and use of stealth in this game is masterful in my opinion. At number 3, I have Final Fantasy VII Remake. The original game was released on January 31st, 1997 by Squaresoft for PS1, and the remake was later released on April 10th, 2020 for PS4 and then made available to upgrade to PS5. This game is an absolute masterpiece of an RPG. The world is massive, starting out in Midgar, which is a multi-tiered city based on class, lower class in the slums and upper class in the city, and is run completely on the lifeblood of the planet called Mako. A group of eco-terrorists called Avalanche, headed up by Barrett and Tifa, recruit an ex-soldier member named Cloud to take on the Shinra Electric Power Company that basically runs the entire town. During this endeavor, Cloud is haunted by memories of Sephiroth, who is an enigmatic former soldier member and hero turned villain after vowing to defy fate and gain ultimate power. This game is beautiful, massive, and action-packed, and I cannot wait for the release of Final Fantasy VII Rebirth next winter, which will be the next chapter in this remake. At number two, I have Mortal Kombat Trilogy, released on October 10, 1996 for PS1. This was not the original adaption of the game, but is still my favorite as it is the one I grew up on. If Street Fighter was my introduction to fighting games, Mortal Kombat was definitely the game that solidified my love for the genre. This game has the most impressive roster of any Mortal Kombat game to date, 
and the lore, although only being introduced in character bio screens, was executed masterfully and gave enough information to build an entire world upon. The combo-based combat was very fluid and, although challenging at times, was the most fun I have ever had with a fighting game. And the variety of finishers, like fatalities, brutalities, animalities, babalities, and friendships, provided content that gives the game unsurpassed replayability. Finally, to no surprise, at number one, I have Resident Evil 2, the original, released on January 21st, 1998 for PS1, N64, and GameCube. This game continues to be my favorite game of all time. I still remember the fear that would take hold of me when I was sitting in my room late at night with only the light of the TV screen and trying to survive in this game. Killing zombies and traversing the city into the police department and seeing the story unfold was probably one of the greatest experiences of my gaming life so far. Leon and Claire are still my favorite characters in this franchise. Sorry, Jill. Really? And the RE2 remake just made the visuals and the feel of the game that much better. However, I just can't bring myself to put that adaption above this one for a few reasons. One, fixed camera angles and pre-rendered backgrounds will always stand out to me more than over the shoulder. Two, the original soundtrack runs circles around the remake soundtrack. And lastly, the voice acting of some of the lore in the first one, like the trucker saying, Guy's a maniac! Why'd he bite me? And Kendo's hilarious lines, remain to be more memorable to me than the changes made in the remake. So that's my top 10 games of all time. We would love to hear what yours are in the comments below. With that said, I ask that you like, comment, subscribe, ring that bell, and spread that shit like a T-virus. So as always, enjoy life, stay safe, and keep gaming, Nerd Cage Nation.